Country Walk Southwest with Kevin Wadland. Country Walk Southwest goes down to Tambourne. Yes, um, when you enter Tambourne, the first thing you see is the the monument on the on here of Cornbury, um, memorial to um, Francis Bassett. And uh, but the most singular son of Tambourne actually is Richard Rick, born near Luggan. He was uh, bo- he was born actually in 1771, and unfortunately passed away in 1833. And Camborn celebrates that boy every year. And I've come to East Pool Engine House, actually. Very, very small, like a little gem, in a way, in pool. Is that correct, sir? That's correct. Uh, what's your name, in a way? My name's Nigel. I'm a visitor receptionist, and um, I do two days at um, the Discovery Centre. That's in behind Morrison Supermarket. And a day over at uh, Mitchell's Engine House. That's the, the winding engine which we have running every day. A busy engine, actually. It's about. Uh, it's a very historic engine, actually. It's one of the largest in in in, in, in the world, actually, isn't it? The pumping engine that we have at the Discovery site um, is the largest surviving pumping engine now in Cornwall, and it's the third biggest of its type in the world. You merely have the Taylor shaft and the um, also the Robin shaft. Is that near near East Pool Engineers? The, the engine I refer to is at Taylor's and. Um, as you rightly say, only about half a mile away, there's Robinson's shaft, and that has uh, also a, a pumping engine on it. But um, the, the engines are actually designated by the size of the cylinder. So the one on Taylor's is a 90-inch diameter cylinder. The one at um, Robinson's shaft is an 80-inch diameter cylinder. It, do it still actually pump today? It's not actually working. Um, Unfortunately, it closed, well, it last worked in 1954, the um, Taylor's. Did the engine house actually um, uh, help um, the mine at all? The shaft outside of Taylor's engine house is still actually owned by South Crofty, so their workings extended right under us here at East Pool. I mean, it's a historic place, actually. You can also do a lot of, if I'm 37-point-something 30, miles around all of Cameron, Red Roof and Paul and everything. There's a lot of historic, you can go on, you can go on horseback, you can go on cycle, you can walk and try it if you want to walk, good exercise. But it also is that hidden gem up in the valley, actually I call it the Valley of the Hill, is a little gem, isn't it? It's a little thing that, that we need to keep up. It's an absolutely fascinating, you know, area for anyone to come and visit, especially those who are interested in industrial archaeology, uh, but also, um, you know, we, we've lots of other events going on as well. We have during school holidays what we call Travidic Tuesdays. Yeah. This is where we do some science experiments and that, that um, the children can, you know, get a feel for um, the industry and um, what actually went on in this area. Is that every Tuesday through the year? It's, it's the Tuesdays in the school holidays. So um, the next ones will be uh, in August. I see the actual um, item really. It's like it's like built like a, ch- a modern old old-fashioned chapel, wouldn't it? The those sort of chapel windows, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the buildings were specifically designed um, really to accommodate the equipment that was in there, especially the engine houses. Uh, the window openings were actually used uh, for the cables to come down through to winches to actually get the heavy equipment into the engine house and then they were just sort of filled with actual windows afterwards to bring in the light. So, 
you know, they, the design is, is very sort of specific um, to the equipment that they had to have. Is there any shafts under actually the useful engine house? Is there any shafts under under that? We've got um, the shaft here in front of the pumping engine at, um, at Taylor's engine house. Uh, as I say, that one's um, still open. It's uh, it's actually um, owned by um, South Property Mine, and the the pumping equipment we believe is still in that shaft. It's about say thirty thousand, isn't it? Mitchell's hmm? uh, winding engine site uh, has now been capped. I believe there's a lot of history there, really, in that small building, isn't it? Really, um, a few people walk past it, but there's a lot of history in that in that building. Actually, that was that helps the miners, wouldn't it? There's an incredible amount of uh, history here. I mean, at the back of the discovery site and, and Taylor's engine house, we also have, um, there's a miner's dry now. I mean, they're very, very uh, few and far between in Cornwall, so, uh, you know, that's another special feature. And on the end of that, you can see the remains of the roof line um, of the stables, because there were actually two ponies that were worked here at Eastport. Um, underground, hauling the um, the wagons along. You had a cook kitchens as well, wouldn't it? Could you repeat that, sorry? The cook kitchens? Cook kitchens is, yeah, a little bit further um, the other side of uh, Robinson Shaft on the South Crofty site. So mainly if they went to Artland, the Artland site, and they went and walked around there, and then they would come up to you as well, wouldn't they, um, and see your part, wouldn't they? Yeah, visitor, yeah. Could start off on the Artland site. I mean, can see our engine houses very clearly from uh, Heartland, so yeah, I mean it's only a, a short walking distance away. I mean, it's interesting to see why it's sort of painted sort of a ready brick colour, isn't it? Uh, I mean the, the engine houses were usually constructed of granite because that was the local stone. The, the chimneys were made of granite so far up and then they used bricks because they wanted to generate a taper increase the, um, the flow of the smoke and that through the chimney and then at the very top they actually had tapered bricks so that you form that perfect circle and I mean that aids the draft that um, to the boiler and increased the fire. Would the Ullman brothers have a lot to do with actually the shaft at all and the engine at all, the Ullman brothers? Yeah, well they actually built the winding engine that's at uh, Mitchell's site and um, they also built the two Cornish boilers, which were there originally from um, 1887, but they were sadly scrapped sometime in the 1930s, I believe. But uh, the engine itself remained, and when the National Trust took it over in 1967, they managed to secure a Cornish boiler, identical to the two Holman boilers that were in there, from the poorhouse laundry uh, in Truro. Um, that boiler, although a Cornish boiler, was made by Ruston and Hornsby of Lincolnshire in 1926. Is there any access to wheelchairs actually at the site at all? Wheelchair access to the site is very easy, both on the Mitchell site and on the main site. We have one small problem at the moment with the lift going up to the Taylor's engine house, so yeah. um, that obviously prevents wheelchairs from uh, accessing the engine house itself. How easy access would it get coming to Calbourne, actually, from, uh, say, from Red Roof, from uh, Bob, Bob and Moore, and coming to Red Roof? How far would it be there? About a mile and a half before you get to Red, from Red Roof? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. If you come off the A30, uh, 
2.30, you can come off at um, Avery's Roundabout, take the old Red Roof Bypass, and you're on the A3047, and you're straight in. As I say, one site is, is in behind Morrison Supermarket on the right-hand side then, and the, um, the Mitchell site is just before uh, McSalver's on the left-hand side. You can get a lot of leaflets, actually, you know about it, but actually in the ITIC, and also get a cap, you can get a Camworn guide in that. Is there a guide at the, at the engine house? Is there a guide so you can take people around? Yes, we have, um, we have volunteer guides on site um, every day. I say we're open from Tuesday to Saturday normally, um, 10.30 to 5. Uh, but we also open on the on the public holidays as well. So although we're normally closed on a Sunday and Monday on the bank holiday weekend, um, we're open right through. And as you say, we have trained um, guides to actually help visitors enjoy and learn about both sites. What about bus coaches these days? Yes, we have a few in. Um, I mean, we, we encourage as many schools as possible to visit us. And um, we do have, especially during the summer, we do have some coach loads of visitors come in as well to, uh, to learn about the site. Is there a contact number if somebody's actually interested to, to book in for a school or any, any listeners in the in the in the southwest right to come down there a book a book a party to come down to see you and have a guide in that. Is there a contact number? Yep. Um, it's O one two O nine three one five O two seven. Um, you, are you online at all? Through the National Trust. What made you go into the historic engineers in the beginning? Now you must have loved that sort of thing. Yes, I um Been I a camel boy? I, well, I actually worked 28 years for English China Clays, now Imris. Yeah. And um, I had the good fortune to be the custodian of the Park and Dillick engine house. There's a 50-inch Sanders Vivian pumping engine in there. Yeah. Because many of the uh, pumping engines, as the mines closed, had a second lease of life in the China Clay industry. So that one came from Wheel Kitty at St Agnes. And I was fortunate enough to be the custodian of that while I was employed by uh, English China Clays in West. So uh, when I retired, my passion for mining and uh, industrial archaeology was satisfied by, um, you know, the opportunity to be able to come here. Yeah, but you really actually, you think about it, the history we've got down in Camwon Red Roof and even, even Paul and the Luggan and Park Bottom, really, I mean, a lot of people have actually uh, working all those years ago, a big booming area with mining everywhere. But mainly, uh, there's a lot of shafts that still be fine actually in the area, isn't there? There's a lot of shafts there. I mean, the, it's hard rock mining, so uh, I mean, most areas are uh, under solid granite. But as you say, where there were shafts made, then they would have needed to have been capped. And I mean, there has been some evidence, especially during winter time, where you know shafts have sort of opened up, and uh, they've been in the news and that recently. If they come visiting, actually, we have to wear our hats. There's no reason to wear hard hats on this site because, unfortunately, there's no sort of underground tour. Um, the workings are, are, are flooded, but what we do have is all the above-ground equipment um, and, the, and the history that they can learn about. Well, thank you for talking to me, actually. Yes, I'll get a few people actually um, start down at Camborne, actually, and, uh, and see the hidden gem that's tucked away in pool. Yes, yes. Well, as I say, we're open until the end of October, and 
Saturday, ten thirty to five. So you're not open. You're not open on a Monday then, uh, unless it's a bank holiday weekend. All right. Thank you very much, and thank you for what you're doing down there to keep the Cornish alive. I keep the alive down there and entertain the visitors down there, and uh, uh, let's get history alive in the morning area down there. Yeah, uh, to say uh, we've got a really hard-working team of uh, volunteers and, and staff and that here, so that's what we aim to do is to keep the site alive and provide other interests. Well, thank you for talking to me. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Bye. Country Walk Southwest on Hospital Radio Plymouth.